Welcome back guys to 11 o'clock with Yuvan and Jihan, the podcast where we talk about life, death and everything in between. Welcome back guys, uh, we're glad to have you back today. Uh, today we're going to talk about something uh, very relevant, very um, important that needs to be discussed and it's going to be a uh, a difficult thing for a lot of people to talk about for some reason in Malaysia. For some reason, people are so scared of discussing sensitive topics. But enough uh, beating around the bush. Um, Yuvan, would you like to introduce our topic for today? Yeah, um, tonight's, uh, today's episode is going to be on um, Mr. Ganapati, uh, the late uh, man who was taken in as a suspect for a case and was then abused by the police and then... Um, uh, pronounced dead a few days ago and it is the abuse of power with the police and the injustice for Mr. Ganapati that we would like to address in today's episode. But before we proceed, a word from our sponsors. Just say hypothetically, you're sick at home and you have taken a leave from work, uh, you have an MC and you're stuck at home and you don't know what to do, you're, you've made yourself a bowl of hot soup and maybe you have a cup of hot Milo or hot tea next to you, but you simply can't can't muster up the energy to do anything. You want to clean your house, but you're tired and you want to be on your bed. Look no further. Listen to this podcast. It is the best podcast for you to listen to when you're just lying in bed because our voices are so aesthetically pleasing, it will put you to sleep. You can have a variety of episodes that are fun and uh, chill. And at the same time, if you like to listen to f- and off or fall asleep to something that's more important or more serious, if that is your thing, then we got you covered. So subscribe to us on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you can find us on. Just Google us, 11 o'clock with Yuvan and Jihan. Now back to the episode. <laughs> oh my God. I love our sponsors. Um, <laughs> right, okay. So, tough episode today. Um, tough, tough episode. But um, I'm glad that G brought this up and that uh, that we are making this episode because the tough conversations are the one that needs to be heard and needs to be spoken about uh, boldly and loudly. So I don't think we're going to be around the bush much further. Um, G, do you want to just brief us slightly on the event of the ordeal? All right. Um, Yuvan already gave a a light overview of the issue, but I'm going to go into a little bit more specific of what is going on, just in case you haven't been uh, up to date with uh, what has been going on. So um, a 40-year-old man, named uh, A. Ganapati, uh, was um, cleared, was uh, no, was uh, detained f- up to 9th of March. So that's 13 days up to the 9th of March. Um, and was kept in police custody, yeah, 24th February to the 8th of March. And then he was admitted to the hospital on the 9th of March. And uh, he is uh, allegedly uh, been um, tortured by uh, being what would you say, abused by the by the police in while in uh, detainment. And um, yeah, he, um, he was he was uh, admitted into the Selayang Hospital's intensive care unit. 
due to serious injuries and uh there, there, there is also a um, a video going around by uh, Shankar, um, Shankar something. Not quite uh, sure what his name is. Uh, in the video, there is a lawyer who speaks that represents the family by the name of um, K Ganesh, and also a doctor, a senior doctor that helped uh, help clarify what what the what the autopsy report from the from the forensic department um, says caused his death, and uh, apparently he he has had um, past instances of um, diabetes, which is uh, what caused uh, infections that amplified the the damage to his injuries and subsequently caused his death. He had also uh, had to have his leg amputated while in the ICU and had also been found to have kidney problems. But um, his mother, uh, Ms. Tana Lakshmi, claimed that uh, the son had stated that the police had beaten him with a rubber hose. And that resulted in his leg being swollen and bruised and adding on to the diabetes subsequently caused his leg to be amputated. And when his sister um was uh came came to provide medicine for him at the police station she was barred from seeing him and uh prevented from providing medication to um to the deceased so that's about all we know i hope i gave a clear enough uh, overview um i am not i don't quite uh, remember why he was detained, if I'm not mistaken, he was detained to assist with investigations uh, regarding his siblings' alleged crimes that involves um, mattress warehouse robbery, hijacking vehicles, fighting and wrongful confinement. So yeah, he was detained for investigation purposes, but uh, is was also allegedly um, beat up in police custody in order to get information and yes that is all that we know up to now um even if if i did miss anything please do uh, add on no i i believe we've covered um the overview of the entire incident um he was taken in as a suspect and to assist um and i suppose the police intention to i don't know extract an answer or get him to say what they want to hear had resulted to in uh, almost cruel, um, no, not almost, a very cruel torture. Most definitely cruel yeah. torture. Yeah, I'm trying to be really careful with how I phrase this um, this entire conversation. But yeah, so that 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 was the main overview. And um, and here's the thing, right? Uh, before we go on with the episode, um, just. To state, um, Mr. Ganapati was not is not the only case that's been booming around um, around police abuse in the recent times. This has been an event that has been relevant for many many years now. But I think G and I both agree that this is where we would like to draw the line, and this would this is where we would like to address the matter until a substantial difference and change is made. Um, in terms of policy reform, in terms of accountability and every matter so that this will not be repeated because we've tried going the 
path of 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 writing about it we've tried going the path of just raising awareness on the matter but i believe that this is a time where there needs to be more than that and just when malaysia is in the heat of is in the heat in every damn sector the education the government the police we are in all kinds of chaos right now i believe now is when um it is in this time that we then take these drastic measures to make sure that a change is made and not just the story dies out for another to come up yeah that being said um yes this is an issue that involves police brutality which already makes it very important um but it also intersects with racism because yeah. uh, uh as i'm quoting swara rakyat malaysia or swaram here nearly 55% of police custodial death victims are malaysian indians right that's a large number considering we are a minority so uh, there are other other figures other official quote unquote official figures that um say no it's only 23% that are malaysian indians but these are all corroborated um uh, facts uh i mean it doesn't take uh einstein to to decipher the fact that there is racism in the country yeah and uh that it's very clear it's uh it's a clear cut kind of racism that a lot of people are very afraid to talk about and uh it is for that reason also that um we uh, a lot of people on uh social media platforms like twitter um instagram they they relate this particular case to that of um the late george floyds uh, that that uh, the issue that um, spiked that that uh, raised the black lives matter movement uh, over in the united states because that too was a racism uh, racism intersection with police brutality yeah and the funny thing is that um, you and i not the funny thing the the scary thing is that you and i uh, came across some um some tweets in response to 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 these um, to the previous tweet saying hey um, don't undermine the blm movement don't 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 bring up the the blm movement you can bring up this movement you can bring up the issue of the issue of ganapati without talking about blm you know but uh, what these um what the initial um, social media presences were talking about is that why did why did people um why did malaysians uh, speak out loud when it came to george floyd's issue but but um, remained quiet when it came to when it came to ganapati's issue when it came to something that happened in our own country with your own people you know and i don't think that either one is being undermined in this issue it is simply a relationship between the two cases that have uh, very significant similarities that they are both police brutality cases that they are both racism cases and they both happened um under the watch of our officials of of the people who are in power which uh, which is the police right and I think it is just as important for people to talk about Ganapati's case as it was important then to talk about George George Floyd's case um just because um both the cases involve a significant 
ongoing racism that didn't just start or didn't just spark like one year ago or two years ago that has been going on for a long time now. And uh, a lot of people are going to say, uh, hey, no, like you don't compare Indian racism in Malaysia to to black racism in the US. Like they, they underwent slavery. Like what did we go through here? Then these people need to go and look up their facts. Like go and read up on your history because you won't find this information in Malaysia's history books. But the, the Malaysian Indians in Malaysia were also brought in as slaves. Okay, I will. I will let you even. Uh, I will let you even uh, elaborate further on this. Yeah. Um. And okay. So that was the thing, right? When we saw the tweet, I'm not a very reactive person, and and we both, and that goes to both Jian and I. So I and and we put thought into into it, right? And if we talk about parallels and how the situation is similar, and when we talk about undermining, uh, this isn't an issue of undermining because. I think that there is a lot of um, unawareness when it comes to what the Indians have gone through in this country from the start of us being here. We've always been known to be pandatang in this country. And so let's talk about the pandatang part of it then. We were then we were also promised by the British for a better life and for a better future. We were put on ships and brought along here to work uh, quote, quote unquote to get a like to, to provide for our family back there. Uh, and we were brought and we were enslaved and forced to work into labor, into rubber plantations, into building the railroads that we use now. And and I think even the Burma railroads, we were taken and, and carried there. And we died not by the not by the hundreds, but by the tens of thousands to diseases and everything. And so we were just as enslaved. And it is just as cruel, you know, like this isn't a measure compared. This isn't, I wouldn't call this a comparison per se, or saying that, but it is just as cruel, you know, like, you can't take that away from history. Like, we've rewritten our textbooks a dozen times, and that's funny to say, by how many revisions a history textbook has had, um, because, you know, facts are facts. But just with seeing that contrast and seeing how that was not something that I was taught in school but rather something that I needed to dig really deep into the internet to get my facts uh, sorted out was, was kind of scary you know because that really just puts us they, it, it sort of puts us in a position where we are being shown as that it was our choice to come here and that it was our choice to and that we lived a high and fair life and that we were, we like, like, and everything. But if that was the case, then let me then ask you, how is it that there is a systemic form of racism in this country? How is it that even though we came to this country together with our Chinese brothers and sisters, that there is a system in order to discriminate us and a quota system put out to halt us from opportunities in every sector? And, and to that, you know, you want to talk, and if we then introduce a comparison, the U.S. doesn't have a constitution that discriminates. The U.S. has a has a has a police brutality issue. The U.S. has uh, racism instilled in people, but they do not have a constitution that doesn't support them. The right to speak and the right to freedom of speech is well listed there. But here. Even speaking on these matters, we have to be so careful about them because Sedation Act, Official Secrets Act, literally halt you from conversing on these conversations. Like, so it's, it is, 
just as important, you know. It is it is something that every one of us should talk about. So if you could speak about an injustice a country halfway across the world, why not fight for 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 this, you know? This is isn't this what patriotism is? Like it is simple um simple humanity yeah. to speak about to speak up about an injustice that has that has been um that has been made upon one of your own people like i'm referring to malaysians not indians not malays not chinese but malaysians all all of us malaysians indian chinese and all the other races as well we are all malaysians yet there is a very clear form of uh, systemic racism just as you've mentioned and you know the um, the fact that all of this these inform this information has been has been omitted from our textbooks it 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 sort of uh, creates the ignorance it forces the ignorance into people at a young age because that's that is that's our education syllabus that is how you grow up that is what builds your your mindset and how you think how you view the world the country the people society and you have been forced to see the world in the scope of ignorance through the lens of ignorance it creates the it creates the perception that the indians are quote unquote pandatang or for those who don't speak malay um visitors pandatang uh, visitors yeah. Yeah. yeah in the country but the fact is that we have been around just as long the indians have been around just as long as the chinese and the malay people have we are not a divided people we are we are one people you know and we would like this episode to be um to be a form of uh, awareness to 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 create awareness for people to realize that it doesn't take being indian for you to speak up about this issue yeah you know and we we don't take words like slavery lightly we we have done a lot of research we understand um the weight that these words carry and just what they mean and if you don't take you don't want to take our word for it then go and do your research read up on it read up on how the indians too have been have been enslaved and brought into this country you know it is not something that uh, people are just saying out of spite or out of hype this is a fact yeah and it is just as important as the the form of um, the form of racism that happens uh, in other countries and it's also a lot more important in our country because it's happening in front of our own eyes and it is instilled into our constitution you know um this is just a this is just uh, a disclaimer that we don't view um this case as more or less important than George Floyd's case just because you and I have been uh, have been referring to it uh, in this uh, episode we are not saying that one one is more or less important than the other what we are saying is that it is just as important for us to talk about this as it is to talk about that yeah yeah and i just i just something something i read in a, in a small article just made me really sad because we were just talking about it and then i i saw a weird line um mentioned earlier that, you know he was abused and and beaten with a with a rubber pipe and we just spoke about the history of indians 
industry and we were brought to work in rubber plantations and we started the rubber industry in this country we we were the driving force for it and to see that then be used against us as like a weapon of that that's making me hard to hard to speak man like that's it's really hard and and um and to add on to this right like mr ganapati is a 40 year old man who was taken in as a suspect um another case that um has been gone since february an 18 year old boy called mitheswaran who has been taken in remand and um he has been subjected to electrical shock in police detention um for as well being a suspect of a case and um they had electrocuted him and this had happened um in bandapurda in penang itself a police station we drive past i think every other week and he was taken to the kulim headquarters where he was detained and uh, put through electric shock torture to get um answers and it's 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 pretty scary um there isn't any coverage on this issue other than one article that i found there hasn't been any follow up on the matter if you i tried using so many keywords gee i searched up malaysian indian teenager i searched up 18 year old i could find nothing on the internet uh for further information on this matter other than this one article that i pulled up and it's it's scary to think it's scary to not know where he is it's scary to not know if he's okay but an 18 year old where is the human rights of of subjecting an 18 year old to crimes like this you know you know this is what makes it scary right it is just as possible for anyone we know to have be, to have to become a prime suspect in a case and yeah. that being said it's just as possible for you or i to be arrested and and uh, detained and be beat up to get information information that we probably don't have yeah. and no one is going to do anything about it exactly that there is no accountability then that uh, that uh, segues into the the next uh, the next thing that we want to talk about is like uh, what are the 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 ways people are trying to um trying to mitigate these kinds of problems is that uh, uh i'm reading here on says.com um according to free malaysia today the eliminating deaths and abuse in custody together the or edict said the agc or the attorney the sorry the attorney general's chambers is empowered to hold an inquest into um into ganapati's death under section 339 of the criminal procedure code this uh, uh, edict said that it the inquiry could help determine the cause of his death and identify the the perpetrators in order to create a a kind of accountability so that these things don't happen again in the future you know and um, just as we were discussing earlier another way that people have been trying to um uh, prevent this issue uh, from happening again is the raising of uh, the independent police complaints and misconduct commission or the ipcmc yeah and trying to make it into a legitimate law and implement it yeah and just a fun fact to add to that that has been a recommendation to be added since 2005 it's been 16 years and 
it's insane like <laughs> Um, it's not like it is a it's not like it is a ridiculous law yeah it's like it is a necessity when the government can can uh, pull out uh, the what do you call that the Fake emergency state card oh. or and uh, implement new laws like yeah. throughout the mco just for their benefit right to make yeah. money you can't implement a law as important and as essential as this yeah. and i mean i i haven't looked into the details of said bill that is trying to be passed but um from this from this overview perspective i think it it is quite the necessity you know in order to prevent things like this from happening in the future yeah um it is i think i think we will definitely want to get into the ipcmc um and the other policies that would that will come in a police reform but again you know we would want to address that those issues uh specifically in the in upcoming episodes so that we cover the issue as a whole and not just touch on the surface of this but to but to address um it as an overview it is one way on a systemic level or on a policy level that creates an accountability uh we look at parallels to again you know the united states um the united kingdoms and body cams are another very important um device that creates a 100% no bias accountability to the actions of the police so that everything that is said and done will be justified if the citizens or if the necessary authorities get access to exactly what happened you know like what could possibly justify um slice hitting someone with a with a rubber pipe till he still he dies there is an article on malaysiakini.com uh, and uh, they took uh, they took some statements from some people and this uh, this individual by the name of uh, biman stated that detaining a person to to facilitate an investigation does not give the police any right whatsoever to abuse him or her it does not matter whether the detainee is involved in the crime investigated or not if the police are allowed to beat up detainees to extract confessions not many detainees including those innocent of crime under investigation will walk out of police stations alive and that is true yeah you know and all of this happens behind doors so 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 well covered and it's not like this is the first time like we know this is not the first time you know yeah what makes it all even more sad or i don't know whether it's sad but um the the deceased's mother uh miss tanalakshmi if i'm uh, quoting her name correctly uh, stated that all she wants is to prevent things like this from happening to other people in the future and all she wants is justice for her son for the people who are behind this uh case people for the behind this uh i'm going to use the word quote unquote murder to yeah. be to be to be you know to, to be caught yeah then just for just for disclaimer sake an alleged because ongoing investigation we do not want to make any statements in advance or any assumptions for that matter um but but then again right like again like um i keep wanting to go back to precedent here you know i keep wanting to go back to 
all the names that have that have gone through the exact same incident and how there hasn't been a change in the system. Something that uh, I don't know if if you know this, but I feel like it's necessary to mention here because it's just so brutal. Is um, Sugumar Cheladure? Uh, have you heard about the case, G? It's a, it, it yeah. happened in 2013, right? Um, and he was going through a a a state of distress. So he was running amok, um, and he was causing a slight public nuisance, um, damaging banana trees and local flower pots and stuff like that. Um, he was then addressed by two policemen, and he was chased by the police. Uh, which then handcuffed him and they had stepped on his neck while the other handcuffed him. And in that attempt of handcuffing him and and stepping on his neck, he had died. Um, he had died in just attempting to arrest him, which again, you know, I don't think I need to mention where we've heard that before. Um, his face was smeared with curry powder and he was left naked on a on a field and when the ambulance came no and they did not make an arrangement for an ambulance to come and collect his his corpse but they said that since the police said that his body was too large to be carried in a vehicle and so they got a lorry and they threw him onto a lorry and they took him to a morgue and that is the state of this country like that is how we've that is the that i i'm sorry i'm so sorry like that was what this country was um not not eight years ago like seven years ago that's not a long time and and it's barbaric it's barbaric like man uh it's it has been quite a tough uh episode to 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 discuss to quite yeah. a tough topic to talk about um but uh, let it be said that all of this information that we are giving you is all of the information that we have uh, from sources online such as articles and uh, testimonies so we uh, just just as everybody else we are waiting for the autopsy report we're waiting for updates as uh, to figure out what really happened and uh, to you know uh, get some clarity and we will we will provide updates as we find out more um if you would like to learn more you can uh, straight up google google his name and uh, look it up if you would like to understand what the ipcmc bill is and how it can be implemented um uh, you even had sent me an article earlier under the official website for the enforcement agency integrity commission or eaic eaic.gov.my uh, you can Google the article called uh, titled "Recommendations for a Truly Effective IPCMC Bill 2019." Uh, this has was posted two years ago, so you can uh, have a read and uh, uh, try to un uh, and understand how the IPCMC can be implemented. Um, uh, yeah. 
well effectively yeah. and, and if you would like to um assist us or or, or be more involved um in the following episodes um in by any means please reach out to us because uh, we are trying to do everything that we can and we're trying to come up with ways to address the matter more than this podcast more than just speaking about it and so um please do reach out to us if you have the same passion and interest and we would love to put an end to the abuse of police brutality in malaysia that being said um say no to racism say no to police brutality and justice yeah. for ganapati thank you thank you so much thanks for guys. listening guys. till tomorrow guys cheers